Welcome back to Safe Talk with Safe Start. I'm Danny Smith, and today we continue our consultant spotlight series by focusing in today with Michael Blanford. So, Michael, first of all, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks, Danny. It's my pleasure to sit down with you. I know we've been trying to get at this for a minute now, so thank you for having <laughs> me. I appreciate it. Yeah, sometimes schedules just don't line up well. It's like you were one place and I was another place, and then I was busy and you weren't, and vice versa. It's just been uh, it's been a bit of a scheduling nightmare to get this, but I'm glad we got the opportunity to sit down and, and talk. So. I am too, man. Thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Now, for those of you not familiar with Michael, uh, he can tell you a little bit about his background, and he can elaborate on this a bit more. Uh, Michael joined our team with Safe Start after a career in law enforcement as a Maryland State Trooper. Uh, so first of all, thank you for your service for that. I've got some uh, some friends and family members in law enforcement, and I understand that's a, an incredible sacrifice. Uh, and, you know, thinking about this, Mike, I'm sure, I don't know how many auto accidents you investigated over the years, but... I'm sure that probably some of those probably weren't caused necessarily by, you know, brake failures or, or car failures or things like that, right? Yeah, you know, it's funny, Danny, when I first started thinking about how many accidents I investigated over my career, uh, I had never thought about it before, to be honest with you. And uh, when I when I started thinking about it, it's well over 1,500 accidents. Wow. And I think that, yeah. Uh, and I think back over my career for the first 10 years on the job, part of my job description was to investigate incidents and accidents. And ironically, most were car accidents where people did not get hurt. Certainly, uh, people got hurt uh, quite often as well. And sad to say, you know, quite a few fatality accidents, too. But when I think back about some of these accidents that I investigated, a lot of times, particularly the fatality accidents, a lot of times I saw myself uh, in, in some of these accidents and I, most people don't know this, but doing a fatality accident, we actually have to go back 24 hours that led up to that, that incident or accident to find out what exactly took place. And, you know, the, the thing that I guess got my attention more so than anything when I said I, I saw myself in some of these accidents is when what led up to them doing the investigation was that that fatigue aspect, right? Mm. And, and a lot of times what I found was, for me, is that uh, uh, typically it was someone that had worked a long shift or had been up the night before with a sick child or they were just picking up an extra shift uh, because it was the holidays and they wanted to make some extra money for Christmas. And those were the things that kind of, like I said, I saw myself in some of these people because uh, there were plenty of times where I struggled. Uh, just to get uh, home from after a long shift, just to get home. I mean, I had a 60 mile journey uh, to get home. And, and a lot of times I saw myself in those incidents that I was investigating when I started thinking about that fatigue aspect. It was uh, one of those things that pretty much honestly that stuck with me and still do to this day. Sure. You know, I think about uh, just driving home from from the airport you know, late at night. Uh, I don't know about you, but I've got a good little drive back to back home from the airport. It's probably about, I would say probably 45 minutes for me. Uh, so, you know, just, just making that journey late at night after sometimes after having trained a full day or two or three, four days, five days in a row, and then uh, just the natural, you know, kind of tired from that. And then travel's never easy either. But, but then getting in a car after you've traveled some and driving that extra time to get home, even if it's just a short distance, doesn't have to be 45 minutes like I do. Uh, it, uh, it It's easy to get, uh, 
that fatigue to set in there and just really get you when you when you least expect it. Sure. Yeah, it's 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 a trip, isn't it? That, that uh, you know, here we are professionals and we understand it. But luckily, like like you mentioned, we have some things in place that can can help with that uh, when we start talking about the critical air reduction techniques, because I tell you right now, man, I use them all the time, specifically in, in the in the banner that you just described <laughs> after working all day, <laughs> traveling home. And then by the time we land, it is what, one o'clock in the morning. Sure. And uh, we have that long journey it can be surely can be challenging for sure. Mike, uh, if you would take a moment uh, and tell us a little bit, uh, if you can, about, uh, I guess, how you transitioned from law enforcement over to Safe Start. Re what really led you to Safe Start? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, kind of a funny question when I think back on it. I, I met a gentleman, as you're aware of, uh, uh, Peter Bamford, Bam Bam, as he's fondly called. And uh, I met him at Bike Week in Daytona. And after I had retired from... Uh, law enforcement, uh, I got into riding Harleys and things of that sort. And uh, I met a guy who was actually at a company in Florida teaching Safe Start. And he and I just got to talking back and forth about safety this and safety that. And uh, at some point he introduced me to Safe Start, which I had never heard of before. And he was kind enough to send me uh, all of the Safe Start literature, man. And I got it all too. He sent the books, the Safe <laughs> Track books. He sent all the DVDs. I know I'm going back dating us both now because I know yeah. we don't typically use the DVDs anymore, but he sent all this stuff to my home, man. Just a wonderful guy. And um, uh, and that's how, that was my first exposure to Safe Start. And as I read some of the literature and watched the DVDs, I, I thought to myself watching this, that, man, how did they package all of these things that we could use in everyday life uh, like we were doing? And, and certainly I had been using them on the police department, but uh, we described them, particularly the four states, a little bit different. But it was all the same stuff, mm -hmm. man. And it was just eye opening for me that it was packaged in a way that you could actually teach it to your family, man. It was just sure. uh, that's kind of what attracted me to uh, Safe Start initially. Now you're talking about dating yourself by talking about watching the DVDs. Heck, Mike, I remember when this was on VHS. So uh, oh. I'll go back a little further than that. How about that? Oh. So, yeah, um, that's what using the overhead projector at the. Uh, yeah, I don't go quite back that far, but uh, okay, I'm not right. far removed. I can tell you that. So, uh, you know, it's it's funny you talked about uh, the idea that you were already using some of these concepts, and maybe you you talked about them in different terminology or, or different wording, different verbiage, if you will, uh, back when you were in law enforcement. And quite often we hear people in law enforcement, uh, first responders, uh, people from the military or military backgrounds, uh, talking in terms of situational awareness, for example. Uh, and, and that comes back to some of the things that we're talking about here is recognizing or, or self-triggering uh, specifically on some of these states and errors that we're talking about. So that, that does make a lot of sense to me. Uh, and that kind of leads to the next question I was going to ask you. Uh, what do you think is really unique about Safe Start? And what, what is it that just, you know, uh, what do you really love about this process? You know, I kind of alluded to it a little bit uh, with the last uh, question that you asked. And that was that for me, I get to use this every day to be honest with you but i also my family uses this stuff man and 
And uh, my nieces and nephews use these things. And they use the, the simple terms like um, complacency and rushing and fatigue. And, you know, we kind of made it, you know, it, it, with my closest friends and, and family members, we've kind of turned this into somewhat of a game for us. And in, in, in that if you make a mistake around one of us, the first thing that we go to is, hmm, what state were you in? <laughs> and then all of a sudden you get a little <laughs> smile come from someone else. So we're we're constantly almost waiting to see, not waiting to see, but if you make a mistake, trust me, you're going to hear the four states come out of someone else's mouth. You do not want to make a mistake around my friends or family. <laughs> At least I don't, being the consultant, right? And sure. you know how that can be when when you make a mistake. It's kind of like, oh, okay. My parents are famous for teasing, teasing us now when it comes to this. But the value that I find in it is that we all get to utilize this and see the value in it. And, and, and we use it in so many different ways. And and. It's funny that that you asked this particular question because I had a conversation about a week or so ago. And what's unique about Safe Start to me is that it actually goes into other areas further than just safety. You know, you take a, a term like complacency, for example, and this is kind of heavy. This is one of those terms where Danny, you would say, hey, Mike, you're drilling in a little deep here, but and I won't get long-winded, but you take a term like complacency and you think about the outreach that it has, and you can apply that word to things, not just by way of safety, but also in your relationships, whether sure. it's with your kids or your spouse. And, and once, once you're, for me anyway, once my closest friends and family members understand words like that, we actually use those in terms of everything that we do. And it's nice when you can go to, you know, you have to pick your battles here, but it's nice when you can go to your significant other and say, you think you're getting a little complacent with us? <laughs> sure. we, we kind of can laugh about it a little bit, but I think that Safe Start and the cornerstone of those four states, they have such an outreaching effect in certain in, in just more than safety within my life, man. I'm being honest with you. And certainly sure. within my family's life. And it's just one of those deals where, Danny, I know you understand it because you and I practice these things and, and we can certainly relate to the outreaching effect it has. But I think if that's probably the one, one of the most profound effects that I found that Safe Start has is that we can have light conversation around something very serious and, and get to the bottom of what, whatever it may be, whether it's uh, whether honestly, whether it's sports or or, or, or relationships or, or safety, it's just transferable, man. And it's just uh, it's nice to see your, your loved ones utilize some of these uh, states and, and, and the critical air reduction techniques and just about everything that we do. I, I love it. I mean, it's just I love this stuff. Yeah, it's it's really amazing to see people begin uh, both on and off the job to yeah. to use these concepts. Uh, I'm thinking back to uh, a conversation I had with a client back a, a number of months ago where he talked about uh, even that there was one employee in their company that uh, it's one of those folks you just couldn't tell if you were getting through to or not. Uh, and then they had a family day event. It actually was on one of our podcasts now that I think about it. Uh, that the gentleman said that the guy's family came up and started talking and using the safe start terminology uh, verbatim. And so it was obvious, although this guy wasn't letting on that he was, quote unquote, getting it, he got it. And not only that, he <laughs> shared it, right? Because his family didn't just learn that through osmosis or he wasn't talking in his sleep, right? So uh, I, I just I just love that part as well. You mentioned the idea that, you know, we use this in so many areas, including just, you know, interpersonal relations, you know, and, uh, you know, we see that corporately. We see that with uh, customer relations, you know, and just uh, 
I guess, kind of the human relations, even just uh, within departments, employee to employee. Uh, there's a lot of kind of side benefits to that too, right? Yeah. So what do you think is one of the most exciting things that has uh, happened to you while you've been on site with a client? Oh, man, I, where do I start? Um, I, I would have to say, um, first of all, Danny, you know, when we show up to a facility and and they, you know, we put the schedule together that typically everyone is not, you know, shouting, oh, I get to go to a safety class. Sure. You typically aren't getting that, right? And so certainly when people come into your class, you, you, you can kind of uh, feel the vibe initially. And then about halfway through the session, you start to see and feel uh, the changing that happens in the class once they can start uh, understanding how this is uh, can actually be applied to their lives and how they can actually take it home and, and, and share it with their families, as you mentioned. But I think the thing that probably stands out uh, the most, aside from that, is after class or within the next day or two, and, and I know you've experienced this because I have experienced it countless times, that somebody will come up to you and say, hey, by the way, this is the best class I've ever had. I've been at this job for 20 plus years, and I've not sat in a, a class that's, that's this impactful in over 20 something years. And, and when you hear that, for me, it, it, it tells me, because I've sat in classes before Danny Weir, and I know you have too, where you, you leave out and you didn't get anything. And sure. you sat there and you wasted two, three hours in a classroom, you're like, what was that all about? Or you're just trying to stay awake. And, and it's, Safe Start is nothing like that. And to hear someone say, I can't wait to take this home and, and, and sit down and talk to my 15 year old child who's just starting to drive or, uh, I can't wait to share this with, you know, uh, uh, my, my spouse. And, and then you hear that, those stories the next day or the week that you're there and say, hey, I appreciate this. And, and, and thank you for, uh, for sharing some of this personal stuff that I can take home. I think that's probably, when I think about uh, what, what sticks out the most for me, and I know you experienced it too, that I don't have to lean more into that, uh, those statements that people make that you never saw coming. Sure. Uh, so yeah, that, that would probably be the most impactful piece that I, I could think of uh, for me. And I've got hundreds of them, other ones, but I think that's probably the one that that sticks out the most. Yeah, I love those times when you have people come up to you as well and say, hey, and, and you can tell they're they're very sincere and, and not just, as we would say, blowing smoke. Uh, they come up to you and say, hey, I want you to know you you really kept me or my family or my kid from getting injured by sharing this and, and prompting me to share this. And uh, those those stories and those those just sincere moments that people have when they come to you and express things like that, uh, those those just stick with you. Yeah, 100 percent. And you know what? Not only that, you end up forging different types of uh, types of relationships, too, because we end up going back to some of these companies and when you walk in and people are calling you by your first name and they're asking you, you know, personal questions. And, and it's such a big deal uh, to hear some of the stories that they may have had for you when you come back too, because you know that sitting in a class for, for an hour and a half or however long that, that we typically have them, to take what, you, what we've talked about or, or what, what you've taught or they've learned out of those four walls that we've sat in and, and apply it and to what they're doing at work or, or what they're doing at home is a big deal. And so I, I always jokingly say, you know what? The fact is, Danny, is this, is that 
we, you and I both, and, and, and probably saved somebody's life teaching this or somebody's child's life teaching this. And we're probably not going to hear the thank yous on that. But the fact is, is we probably saved quite a few lives as we have we forced through the years that you and I have teaching sure. state start. And it's a it's a big deal to me. And I'm sure it's a big deal to you. And and uh, man, it's, it, it, we play a, a really important part of lives that, of people that we don't even know, man. And, and that's yeah. that's one of the things that that also stick out to me uh, when I start thinking about how impactful what we have uh, uh, to other people is just a big deal. It really is, Mike, and it's um, it, it's one of those we may never even. I mean, yeah, it's great when we hear those, and it's not just about you know, hey, we want the pat on the back, but it's great when we hear about them because certainly it does kind of reaffirm that, yeah, it is worth the the, the long travel and the the days in the hotel room and all of that kind of thing and and all that uh, can certainly bog you down a bit physically and mentally at times and and emotionally for that matter as consultants, but. Uh, you know, this, I'm not saying woe is us, because this certainly is the, the path we chose, but uh, certainly that does weigh on you a bit at times. But man, when you do hear those stories, it does just kind of invigorate you. And uh, and again, I don't know that, we'll, that we ever will know the complete impact that we have had. And that's not tooting our own horn. That's just the reality of this. You know, I don't know if... Uh, I don't know if Larry will ever know, Larry Wilson, the author of Safe Start, if he will ever really know the full impact that he has had uh, on, it sounds very lofty, but on, on mankind, you know, on, 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 you know, people throughout the, the, the world, because literally Safe Start now is, is across the globe, you know, so I don't yeah. know if Larry will ever fully understand exactly what the impact that, that this process has had, uh, yeah. and same for each one of our consultants, right? Yeah, you know, and that's a great point too, Danny, because uh, it go it, it it goes back to exactly what we're saying here. And like Larry has had such an impact on my family mm-hmm. that whew, he wouldn't know that, you know. Right. And certainly, I, and that's why I say even to to you, if Larry's had that impact on my home, just imagine the, the homes that you and I have had the impact on. Uh, some of these things that we teach and uh, the late nights and the long drives and the fatigue and sleeping in strange hotels until we teach the next day. I mean, those things are tough, but we we are certainly having a, a large impact. And, and that's sure. the thing, man, that I I really like about Safe Start more so than anything else. It's a it's a big deal. It's really a big deal. Yeah, it really is. And, and and we love it. You know, that's the thing. We yeah. love doing it. Uh, and again, it's not woe is us, but it's certainly it's the path we chose. But man, it's, oh, yeah. it's, uh, it's not just a career, you know, and I think uh, that's one of the things that comes through uh, when any of our consultants, and I think we certainly hear that today, just, just in spending this time with you. Uh, so uh, thanks for thanks for sitting down, Mike. I know, as we said, it was a bit of a hassle getting us both scheduled for when we could do this, but I really enjoyed this. Uh, and uh, and thanks for, for joining us today on, on, on the podcast. Hey, Danny, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's a whole lot more I'd like to say, but I know we don't have a lot of time. So maybe you'll consider having me back again soon. I'd love to come back, man. I really would. Sounds great, brother. We'll do it. So on behalf of Michael and uh, the entire Safe Talk with Safe Start team, uh, I'd like to thank you. First of all, thank you for what you do, uh, because each and every one of you, you have a big impact too. 
and I mean that sincerely, uh, and I know Michael would say the same thing. Uh, but thank you for joining us today as well. Uh, and don't forget uh, to, to share this podcast with other people as well. Uh, we would love uh, for you to be able to share this with others, not just this one, but others as well. Uh, and thank you for your time today. For Safe Talk with Safe Start, I'm Danny Smith, and thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you.